Jobber Nation, welcome to a different episode of the Java Tears Podcast. As always, I'm Janelle from HR. Here with Starbucks and Mr. Black, and we have a very special dear friend to the show and to our lives joining us on this quick but important episode of the Java Tears Podcast. So Papa Joe Kim. I'm gonna let him introduce himself and then we're gonna get started. Joe Kim Morales. All right, let's get started. <laughs> Who are you? What do you do? I'm joking, Robert. I do things. Wrestling things. What kind of wrestling things? There's a lot of people that do wrestling things. I'm doing this dope ass show with this awesome podcast called The Oh, Tears August 20th. Uh, yeah, we're doing that in Brooklyn. That's going to be dope. Dabber Slam, too. You know what's so funny? A friend of mine had sent me a text today. About a bus trip to Donny Park. Guess what the date was for? August twenty. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, so when I responded to him, I responded with the flyer and said, <laughs> "That's where I'll be." Oh, and then I have another funny story. Then we'll get. Then we'll jump into what this week in wrestling because there's a lot going on. Um, yesterday Mikey goes and tells him he's like, "Oh, this girl we interviewed for um, Welcome to the Raw Zone." Shout out to Welcome to the Raw Zone. Um, she's an artist, and um, she had hit them up and was like, oh, y'all going to be a Jobber Slam? And she was like, How, what? How do you know about it? So she goes and says, and shout out to those wrestling girls. She listens to them. Nice. And I was like, okay, that makes sense, you know, because that's their audience. Um, but yeah, and then I ended up seeing them at um, Raw, too. It was so funny. We was in the same section. Well, they were section over from us. But all right, let's jump into this interesting time in wrestling, guys. We uh, we are post the Vincent Kennedy McMahon era. Weird to say. It was even weirder to be at Raw. It's like, what is going on here? So for those that are living under a rock, um, Vincent McMahon <laughs> retired. From the wrestling world um, last week. So, what are your what was your first immediate reaction to the news? Like, it, it was like a mic drop. It was like a tweet, and I'm out. What? So, what is your what was your first reaction to Vince's retirement speech? <laughs> uh, um. So, yeah, I know I do. Um, complex unsanctioned, right? Yes, sir. And I'll, you know, I'm, I'm, we're open. We're, we're open here. This is the, the, the real unsanctioned show because we, this is a wild show. Wow, um, wow. So we were at Met Stadium. So we were doing the video drops later this week, and I'll set, I'll share with you guys. We were Bianca Belair, um, the talent relations team, and. Um, my co-host Alex, Queen of the Ring, whatever. Mm-hmm. And we get to the we get to the stadium, and the head of one of the t- head of town relations goes, "Hey, before you guys even touch your phone, Vince McMahon just tweeted out he retired." Mind you, I'm with the 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 number one woman in the company, Bianca Belair. Um, an entire team of WWE people. And my reaction was like, oh, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> you stupid dog. <laughs> it wasn't, I wasn't, 
Bye. For some reason, I wasn't in shock. And the, reason, and the reason why I say that is because it was coming. And if, if, if the rumors are right about how he's slowly not remembering things, things are going are going left with his memory and he's just not doing things 100% the way he used to, it was his time. And then with the case, with the case that's happening, it kind of was like, yo, it's time to bow out the game, you know, gracefully before this gets ridiculous. And God forbid it puts you in handcuffs on, on the episode of Raw. And this isn't, and this isn't, this isn't. And niggas don't know if it's kayfabe or not. Like, because this thing is just weird like that. And I gotta hold you. I know this is 100% true, but a small little, like, one percent of me is thinking like this is all a storyline, <laughs> <laughs> and they working all of us right now, and we're just like, yo, I, I, like, yo, yo, he's, he's gonna pop up. I'm back, bitches. <laughs> like, but we all know it's not, and it's. But the one thing I will say is, regardless of like who you are. And mm-hmm. where you fall in the wrestling universe that that, that 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 we call sports entertainment or wrestling, he played a factor in your life. Hell yeah. Regardless, and, and say what you want to say about the dude. Nobody's perfect. Everybody has a tarnish on their legacy. I don't care who the fuck you are. Mm-hmm. Everybody's has a tarnish on their legacy. I can name some so many great people. And they have a tarnish on their legacy in some way or another. But regardless of that, when you move past the the the, the fucked up the, the fuck kind of fucked up things he's done, the dude made wrestling into a multi billion dollar business. Oh, and also essential. Yeah, <laughs> like let's put that you, out you can't you can't take that away from him. Say what you want to say. Yeah, yeah. You, you don't fuck with wrestling. You don't you don't fuck with WWE. You you have you love your AEW. Fine. But without WWE, there wouldn't be an AEW. Correct. Or ECW. But it's Vince said Vince put his dick on the table a very long time ago with his dad and said, I'm gonna make this shit pop. He lost he almost lost his house for the for the business. He almost lost a lot. And I'll and I'll end the tangent on this. Regardless of what he's of, of you you disliking sports entertainment, you can never say that Vince didn't have a passion for this business. And but that's just my little take on the thing. What about you guys? Um, listen, when you think with your dick, your dick is gonna come back and bite you in your ass. And oh. if you- it's, it's true though. If like, like I was saying here, like, whoa. like honestly, like more of a comedic side of it, like yo, like they said, yo, women's gonna be a downfall if you chase women. That's it. And this was a downfall. We kind of expected it, it was gonna happen, but we never knew when it's gonna happen. And the one thing that I have to say about Vince is he showed how to do this shit. Yes. He did kind of like broke the rules with the territory, but at the same time, when he bought out people, he gave him a nice ass check. 
He said, yo, listen, I'm buying you out. Here is a million dollars. However, during that time that he fit, he gave them money. And at the end of the day, he turned people into household names. Look at The Rock. Look at Stone Cold. Mankind. Undertaker. Montez Force. Bianca. Because of his, because what he did to the business, he got it to where no one else could get it. To his right now. WWE is Coke. WWE is Clorox. It's a staple. It's a brand name. And now... Like Blue Magic. Magic. Exactly. 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 It is not. No. <laughs> it is not. It may not be like Vince, but no, guess what? Have you ever seen American Gangster? Of, of course. Yeah, that's <laughs> how... Have you seen American Gangster? No, I haven't. So in the movie... Oh. Wait, you never seen American Gangster? So in the movie, he goes, he goes the Denzel, the guy that Denzel plays, he goes, this is this is this is a brand name. This is a brand name like Pepsi, like Coca Cola. This is blue magic. He so that's said, why I, mm-hmm. he said, I guarantee. Now I gotta watch it. Yeah, it could be. Good. It could be either on Netflix. Or, it's on. It should, be, it should be on Netflix. I watch it. Or HBO Max. Netflix. But you know, Max may have it too. Somebody yeah. said the wild comment. I want to read this comment. What? Women are undefeated. Vince beat the government, but lost to Pooty Tang Pie. It's true. It's true. He, it's it, true. But think about it. Let's think about it. Throughout history, niggas down, men's downfall. I'm talking about the greatest, the greatest I mean, leaders. Look at Loki JF Kennedy, but then old girl got killed. So I guess he did. He, he, she was part of it. I, I ain't gonna hold you. And look at Jesus. Wow, we took it way back. I can't. I can't. So it, it's funny that you brought up brought that up because that's what I was thinking. I was thinking like, if you think about the shoe game, like Converse had the first few like basketball athletes, but it's not until Nike got their hands on Jordan. That basketball was the thing when it came to Jews. Yeah. So, like, Vince McMahon is Phil Knight, you know? Um, oh, that's a good way to look at it. Right. Uh, and, and I can't remember. I've heard the story a ton of times from my coworkers. I can't remember the name of the gangster. But just imagine, like, the best hitman of all time. I can't remember who it was. And he wouldn't say anything to the cops. He, they, they had him dead to rights, but he would never, he wouldn't open his mouth. Then they showed him a picture of his girl, and he spilled his gut. Yeah. But but that's but that's what it is. Like yeah. listen, Jesus was out here on these streets because of Mary Magdalene. Now you you taking the hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Let it, was let it, rumors. it was rumors about the great Martin Luther King doing some stuff with ladies. I ain't gonna repeat what, what I heard. Oh, uh, but oh but but Coretta shut all that shit down. Yeah, but I'm just saying there was rumors trying to try to trying to tarnish my man's legacy. These hoes well, will take you down. Listen. That's what listen. I did with, with, with my man, son. Yo, don't. Hold up, hold up. Magic he Johnson. Just, he on, just son. was. No, that was Magic's fault. Don't Magic do Johnson. That was. No, that was Magic's fault. And the TV show on HBO Max, which was really good. Everybody highly recommend. It. You saw they warned him. There was niggas there that was warning him, like, yo. 
don't fall into that hype. But the thing is, just like Vince, just like Vince, they they were no years sure, ago. I'm I'm pretty sure no one even dared to tell Vince, don't go for that pussy. I'm totally yes, who's pushing? Who's pushing? Because they was out here probably doing trains on bitches. They wasn't. They was. Wild. Listen, 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 listen. Cleopatra ran a whole whole country called Egypt. Enough said. Well, Son, I mean... Hold up. We'll go, we, 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 I'm going to keep going with this. I'm going to keep going. Queen Elizabeth out here bodying motherfuckers. Yo, Still alive. Still alive. And paying paparazzi to do yes. shit like that, too. Come on. Come on. Pussy ruins men. We all Why know. Why do you say pussy like that? <laughs> no, I'm just saying, I'm just saying okay, though. I have to talk about this on this show. That's why, that's why I was talking to Java last night. This is what it is. <laughs> this is this is why I've seen it. I'm going to give you another example, right? I used to teach. And I had this guy, this student named Steve, right? Steve was a mm-hmm. great student. Great student. That he, made, that he met Rebecca. <laughs> Rebecca ruined Steve, B. How did, Re- how did, how did Rebecca how did Rebecca ruin Steve? Rebecca put the put it on him. And Steve didn't know what to do with himself after. I believe it as that. I believe it as that. But ladies and gentlemen, we go into a new era. Talk about it, Janelle. So the yeah, being, being uh, the trick. trick. Trips. Um. So as Vince has stepped down, Trips has stepped up. He was named EVP of Talent Relations one day, and then seventy-two hours later, had a creative. <laughs> I've never seen a promotion happen so fast ever in life. But um, he's pulling Doc Rivers out here, GM and coach. <laughs> <laughs> so he can't get fired now. He, 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 he listen. My wife co owns this, so what are you talking about? And listen, Triple H gotta say extra clean because his wife is CEO, so no cheating scandals right Yo, there. It was wild, so it's wild because so me and Mikey were talking about stocks because I don't really that's not my lane, but I know mm-hmm. as an adult, it's something you should probably learn or whatever the case may be. So we were looking at WWE stocks. Uh, and you could do it on Cash App. So that was actually even the doper part. So we were looking, and when it said owner, whose name was there? Stephanie McMahon. Is, is Nikon still co- Is he co-owner now? They're yeah. co-CEOs. Yeah, so, so they're co-CEOs. But I think that's just for, I, I think that's just layman terms for, like, Stephanie really... It could all be a work. I still kind of I fuck with you on that one. Like Vince could come back in six months and be like, "Ha ha, bitches." You know what I mean? Like, or he or he could have told Brock on Friday night, like, "Listen, play play this out for another like six months. Let this die down. When I come back at the Rumble, you'll enter at thirty, and we'll all be happy again." Like, I don't know. Like, so so, so the Brock situation from my little bit of insider news, that shit is all true, my niggas. Oh, I believe that though. That shit, no, he really was on some. I'm oh, out. This is out. But so, Joakim, I, I, I um, I want to ask you this question. 
What was the feeling when you were assisting somebody, helping Ooh. somebody with the company, and then becoming the full owner? What oh, was that transition man. like for you, that pressure that, that, that was put on you? Because I feel that's kind of not exactly what Stephanie's going through because she's been with the company her whole life for the most part. But on, on, on not to diminish what you've done, but on a... Smaller scale. Local, local, local level. Local level. That's a good way to put it. How, how was that for you moving from, you know, second or third in charge to now I got to run this shit. By, I got to run this shit. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's night and day. It's not the same. Um, and I realized pretty quickly that I'd, I'd lose my mind if I was doing everything by myself, which is why Janelle is part of the team now. Um, <laughs> But no, it's 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 and man, nine days it's two totally opposite things. When you're not responsible for every, everything, especially financially, you're not responsible for everything when it comes to like creative and booking decisions and managing talent. When you're just off to the side assisting, there is nowhere near as much pressure as it is. It's it's the best way to put it is like an aunt or an uncle, like, yeah, those babies are family and you, you're responsible for them. But at the end of the day, you can pass it off back to the parents. You can't do that when you're the person in charge. Yeah. Like, it's yours. At all. It's yours. Like you, you, you have to account for everything. Even when you delegate, you still got to account for everything. And if the right people aren't helping or things aren't getting done the right way, or you constantly have to check in, it becomes a hassle. So like that's why I tell Janelle, you know, thank you all the time because she, she, the the thing she does, she handles so well. I don't have to backtrack on her, and that helps me when it comes to creative things, and that that helps me with you know booking and being able to you know do what I do well. Um, but yeah, I think that's the best way to put it. It's like, you know, when you're assisting, you're an uncle. You're responsible for it. You have to look out for it. You got to provide for it. You know, feed it, nurture it. But at the end of the day, you pass it back and you, you go live your life as not the parent. Yeah, I, I think that's it's it's I think people are underestimating the this massive thing that that like Steph has to do and Triple H has to do as well. Yes, um, somebody put in the chat. They, they said that Nick Khan is there for the corporate aspect of it. Steph is the face of the company, though, but. She still has to build these relationships and keep them intact, which is another question I want to ask. I want to ask um, all of us is rumors are circulating that potentially certain people are very excited about Triple H in that position that he's at. They're saying even that he's going to try to talk Sasha and Naomi coming back. What do you guys think about that? Um, oh, go ahead. You want to go first? Think, yeah, yeah, no, that's fine. Um, because it's real quick. Um, I think that a lot of the I, it's important to have a certain morale in a locker room and backstage and, and when you deal with talent because you want to feel like the door's open, you want to feel like you know, like somebody has your best interest at heart because that's that's as you know, like on the front side of things, everything is face value, but behind the scenes, you want to feel heard and respected. And, you know, there probably was a lot of, you know, quite a few people that felt like they couldn't go up to Vince or they couldn't say this or they couldn't do that. Look, it took Naomi, I use her as the greatest example. It took her three years to even get anyone to look at the glow shit she started to do. And it popped off. And so 
it, it's a it's a morale thing. I think it's a good thing that you know talent is excited because if they're excited, then they're invested in what's going to happen next and how to improve the product. And and it's a it's a conversation where I think most talent probably didn't feel like they can have that conversation. But I think now with Triple H, I, they're kind of head of the table now in a sense. Oh, um, she's using some wrestling bars. Bars. I see you, Ma. First of all, I'm upset because these niggas on AEW try to do the same shit low-key tonight, and that upset me. What do you mean? Um, Jericho Appreciation Society came out and was like on some like, like, appreciate us. Like, appreciate me. And it was just like, what? But anyway. Um, Wrestling's recycled, you know. It is, but it's just like really that's 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 lazy booking. If I hate mine, but um, but no, I think a lot of them from the NXT era, um, can you know can attest to you know the relationship they have with Triple H and how he's kind of like pushed them and helped them. Like he made it every time somebody was champion, he made it his duty to take a picture with them. And I think something as small as that shows a lot of how personable and how in touch he is with the talent. Cause you, I mean, it, Bobby became Kofi Mania having you ain't see Vince fucking take a picture with Kofi Kingston. I did. <laughs> so at the end of the day, you know, I think it's just it's a change is good, and I think in wrestling, especially this, this is probably the best time to do it. But then again, like you said something like Triple H only take a picture with the talent, but that's how Vince was in the beginning too. Like you forget. Vince was super hands on. He used to chill with the boy, get drunk with them. And then after a while, the, it, it just got he got distant. So, but but was that when everybody knew he was owner, like out like fans, or was that like when he was just yeah, like, you right, right, or talent? Because because that that shift from when he was just commentary, everybody looked at him as probably one of the boys, and even like as a fan, you were just like, oh, this yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is on TV. But, but, but when that yeah, line yeah, yeah. crossed. And when him and Brett got into it, and then he had to come out and say like he was the owner of the company, that probably was not happening at all. Yeah, that is true. That's a little bit different, but like I also feel like with Triple H being in charge, and yes, because I feel Triple H is more. I said this is Triple H and Vince McMahon is Triple H is more emotionally intelligent than Vince. He understands how to deal with the people now. He understands that the concept of me taking a picture with Bianca, how important is that is that to her confidence? Me taking a picture with Tamato Champa is important because other owners won't hesitate to put someone like, like Tamato Champa or Johnny a Johnny Wrestling as forefront for a friend of the company and put someone behind there. Triple H running WWE, I feel AEW gotta step up. Cause, cause, because their cash line is no more we all turn to WWE. It has to be we're our own entity. Because now WWE, Saturday, you're going to see um, Triple H impact onto the company. You're going to see, like, you're going to see di- like, a lot of diverse champions. You're going to see you're going to see more creative matches coming out. And him being TV 14, he just, he, what he did with TV PG, wow. Imagine with 14 with less of the rain. And I even a stop towards excited for Triple H being in charge. This is definitely, to me, this is a definitely a new era of wrestling. Because now, from Impact to the local promotion, everybody got to be on top. Because on top of that is now, you're going to see a William Regal popping up in a little bit more places. You're going to see WWE popping up in a little bit more places. Now, it might, 
might it, it might get impacted. Other wrestlers get off their asses like, dang, the WWE is out there. We got to be out there too. So personally, this is great for wrestling as an entirety because this will be so much money flowing through. Now the guy that who may look at it like um he's at the crib like, dang. Now, Triple in charge. Now, I want to go to wrestling practice. Now, I want to go to wrestling school because I have a chance now. So this is going to be, mock my words, this is going to be a real second wrestling boom on a more on on a um more on a high level because of Triple H in charge. So I'm excited. Excited. What do you think, Joe King? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The owner. Yeah, hell yeah, dogs. I think uh, so. I'm, I'm going to show my age. Do y'all remember the attempt to get a new generation in with WWF? When yeah. Tried, when Vince tried to back off the Hulk Hogan-like figures, the overly muscle, overly big, you know, big stature, bigger than life guys, and tried to make the company work around workers like HBK and Bret Hart. Yeah, that's what's going to happen now. I think. Going forward, the E is going to be more focused on the workers that actually can go. There's, uh, it was uh, everybody shared it. The uh, Key and Peele skit where yeah. <laughs> Jordan Peele was acting like Obama and he was saying hi to certain people a certain way and other people a different way. It's gonna be, it's going to be more focused on the people who can go, at least in Triple H's eyes. So. Um, what Vince tried to do 30 years ago is going to happen now. Uh, and I agree with Yardley. I think it's going to cause the independent scene and the lower tier mainstream level wrestling to step their game up because it's now, now not just, oh, I have to be 6'3", 280 pounds built like a, you know, monster to get signed to. No, I mean, I wouldn't put it past trips to set it up where Gargano dethrones Reigns. Because that's his dude. He's going to put those people who can put on those five-star matches. His focus has always been to promote wrestling, not just, you know, the the TV-looking people. Like, eventually, there are there, those, those stars that he's going to focus on will be built to megastar level, um, you know, they're going to be more uh, familiar with people who aren't necessarily watching wrestling. They're going to be more out there. He's going to do whatever he can to build the promotion from the wrestling aspect first and then outsource them to make them larger than wrestling. Um, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a, a really good turn. I think creators is going to be better. Um, it, it was kind of one of those things where it's a perfect storm of bad things, but it'll end up in a positive way. So like Vince having being forced to retire because of everything that's going on, um, them having to put Triple H in charge of creative and put uh, Stephanie McMahon as the face of the company, it's going to lead to a positive effect. But it's just it, it stemmed from a negative situation. But that, I feel like that's always the case, and just not even in wrestling, just in general. Like you get like you you get in a situation where it's bad and it's terrible, but then there's a light at the end of the tunnel and everything kind of flips and and, and becomes these this beautiful garden so it's I, never it's never really been like that though for the e like once they got rid of wcw it, they've been sailing they've been sailing with no real competition or no real turbulence like they've been flying with no real turbulence and it's the only them, turbulence 
with some pussy. Wow. <laughs> it took, you know, the company getting messed up within itself for the turbulence to come to hopefully create a better product. And what's, you know, he's the top dog, especially in America, most likely the world, depends on where you're from. But if they're starting to elevate because they're forced to elevate because they have to make it so that no one's paying attention to the nonsense, that's going to force everybody else to step their game up. So I think I'm the only one that's a little hesitant about this whole change. What well, are you hesitant it. about it? Hell yeah, talk um, to us, big so one of the things is that let's not forget AEW did go head-to-head with NXT. And AEW kind of, for the most part, won that ratings or whatever you want to say for that. Yes, they did. Regardless of the numbers, don't lie on that one. Now, there has to be a balance. Because remember, we, we always talk about, we always talk about, and when it comes to wrestling, you want some form of realism. Yes, this is, this is a um, predetermined sport. Um, you're, 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 some may say fake fighting. I don't believe in that, but you're, you're actually fighting. But you have to make it look somewhat realistic. And you want to keep that. And the wrestling stuff is stuff that we want to we wanna enjoy and, and love. But we also got to understand this isn't a small pond. This is an ocean now we're dealing with when it comes to WWE you're dealing with. And you're trying to bring in, make, make the, the stockholders happy, networks happy, and you're trying to make superstars, not stars, superstars. So it's going to take a whole lot more for them to do that than just having wrestling matches. Well, yeah, you got to have characters. You got to have characters. Because it was weird, because how did Raw start on TV? Did anybody watch it from the beginning? What a brawl. What a brawl. Okay, when's the last time a whole melee like that happened at the beginning of Raw? True, but the one thing I got to give Raw credit, even though that it was a lot of Vince-ism, it flowed better. Meaning that it wasn't, there was a lot it of little threat to It was like like the key thing that they did. It was Raven's right your 20th anniversary, right? In the beginning, you saw Ray coming in, like like you showed the flex he had. You showed him with his family. You showed him an in-ring promo, him having a match. And at the very end, he saw him fighting it out, you know, getting dragged by the um the um the judgment day. Little stuff. I noticed that Triple H was doing that in NXT. You know, it's the little stuff he's been doing that makes it flow a lot better. And Raw was better. It was the same shit, but it flowed better. I didn't feel like, dang, I want to go to sleep now. It was like, okay, this feels nice. The matchers, like the match was longer. Everything just flowed a lot better compared when Vince was there on, on hands-on. So he's doing something right. It, it, it's there's potential. There's potential there because at the end of the day, I, I will always say this. I remember watching Triple H's documentary years ago, and it was like he was talking about how he felt when he started. When he, I think it was after, um, I forgot what it was after, but he basically said, "Wrestling is all I know. This is my life." 
It was the same thing actually Daniel Bryan said on Total um Total Bellas. Yeah, this, this is all I know. This is my life. So I will always say this: he has that passion and that love for the business, so he's gonna want the best for it. I agree. So the potential for it to be great is there, but I also want people to not to also understand that this is gonna take a while. Yeah, it's not an overnight. Also, gotta mesh our love of wrestling fans for wrestling matches, but also that entertainment side to still bring in that new crowd that wants to watch it. There gotta be that balance. But so I I understand your apprehension, but let's let's take a step back and look. How many guys have they guys and girls have they built that have actual crossover appeal? Sasha, um, Roman, over the past 10 years, obviously, you're talking about, right? That's two, right? So that's two over, I would say, I mean, yeah. Oh, I guess. Bianca. Bianca. Three. Um, Becky Seth, Lynch. Becky. Um, Charlotte. Charlotte. Uh, um, a few, a few, but, but then you also got to remember <laughs> that the company was, became selfish. It became the NFL. Where it was, we're not bigger. You're not bigger than the the shield like the NFL is. Right. You, you, you're bigger. You, you you stay there, and that's the beauty about with Triple H. Yeah. But my whole thing is just about to say that you got to marinate both. Right. Wrestling and becoming that superstar thing because this is a whole bigger project that he it has is. going on. That's the only thing I'm saying. I'm not saying he's not going to be able to do it. But, I'm just seeing and waiting. But now. What I'm with the, the point I'm trying to get you. So, like, when you talk about those names that have crossover appeal, it's because they cross over into things they like, right? Yeah. You don't think with the boys and girls being happier with their working situations that they'll be and and Triple H understands that in order for you to have crossover appeal, you got to let these people do the things they like. You don't think that's going to happen more? Hey. Yeah. So well, like, I think I think from when they had decided to change the third party rule that they had in place, then that was I think the catalyst for forward. people to do things. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm my thought process is and and you know the way I would run the way I run my locker room is if the the roster's happy, they're gonna do what you ask of them because you're allowing them to do what they want. Yeah. So you're gonna start seeing more crossover stuff. And not true, just on true. their own, you're going to see the company start to initiate and um, help and assist with those kind of things. So you can see things, you know, manifest larger than just what, you know, we say, oh, it's okay for you to do that. You'll see those partnerships start to grow because the roster wants to do it. And then those crossover platforms want them to be I'll a be, part of it. I'll be right back, guys. Keep going. All right, take okay. your time. Um, so yeah, so okay, I guess we can move along from Vince once again. Vince, thank you, we love you. I don't care what everyone else says. Um, so wait, 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 Bob. Um, this is just like just I was, I was gonna put it ball into it. I feel when Vince was there, the marriage between sports entertainment and wrestling got a divorce because I don't care about a lot of the wrestlers no more, meaning that. I don't care about who loses or wins no more because they don't really tell a story in the matches how they did before. For example, I always I always talk about this. Booker T versus Edge. You wanted them, you wanted 
You wanted whoever you rooted for to get that shampoo commercial because you wanted to get the extra bag. You feel me? Eddie versus Eddie Eddie versus um Raymond Stereo. You cared about the match because somebody somebody went to custody battle with someone else. You don't know. Listen, listen. If 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 people could solve their shit in the wrestling ring in a ladder match. A lot of baby fathers will 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 end up having the kids. In the ladder match, come on, get the baby mother. You ain't know you're gonna win that ladder match, depending who the baby mother is. Not the point. But I just feel like with Vin, with Triple H there to sit, the parent in dough, he will bring back that marriage of storytelling in and out the ring and wrestling back to how it was. And that's the one thing I feel like that's missing big in wrestling WWE is. I don't care about the competitors no more. I don't. Now with Triple H there, I'll start caring about them. Mm, okay. Wait, what did you did not care about? Like, like for example, what made me care about Chad Gable? Nothing. What made me how care about Otis? I don't know Chad Gable and care about and a thank you. Like, how you don't, how you don't fuck with us? What did he do? What? What? Uh, in recent years, what match made you say, like, dang, I felt his pain. Dang, I felt that. Dang, that made me go. The last time was Jay Uso and Roman. That's the last time you really care about storyline. Now you don't really. Well, see, so and this is I'm talking about, about wrestling. You talking about you? But but look, I'm talking about. There's not that many that much. Like it's so much far in between. Back in the day, you could count like, like for example, you turn on Raw, right? You got mad storylines for you to care about. Not just one storyline. It's mad storylines. Yes, Harker Holly did not always was in the main event, but you care about him every week because like, ah, let me see what nigga Harker get into now. Or how much society will get out of this this one now? Like it was more emphasis on storytelling. It was more emphasis on telling a story. Like another story. Um, if you watch Heat, you was rewarded with storylines with Stephen Richards getting banned to Heat, and after that, he made it into his own little. On playground, you cared about the competitors a lot more on a personal level. Well, yes, guess, but, elaborate. Talk to talk to me, big dogs. No, no, no. I mean, we're gonna move on because I don't. You know, we got some other things to talk about in SummerSlam predictions, and then I gotta go eat and spend time. Mm -hmm. So, um, no, my thing with that though is it's more of a personal intake on what relates to you and what gravitates mm -hmm. to you. So, like when you mentioned Chad Gable, for me, I, I'm locked in because not only do I think he is one of the best competitors that they have, but I think for him to, to go from a tag team, lose his partner to a whole neck situation, and then be in this kind of limbo, but then to pick up another tag partner, build Otis up, and then himself, and now he's selling T-shirts, they got a T-shirt for him. They, I, I think it's just really, it, and that's the beauty about being a fan, is there's going to be certain storylines that you love, and that you gravitate to, and that you'll defend. And then there's going to be certain ones where you're going to be like, it's Basuda. I don't care for it. I don't like it. it but is, again, it what storyline that Chad Gable, that he was, I, I get what you're saying. You respect his journey in wrestling, but that no, wasn't a storyline. But the storyline for me was when they were tagged and champions, and they was going against RK Bro, and they was going through the whole gauntlet stuff, and they would do the, the, spell, the, the spelling bee, or one week cool. like a, a different contest or something. Okay, like cool. That. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Holy that was a bad example. But good. overall, though, like, how many storylines that you really care about the individual like that? That makes you well, really care. But the there's very you, far between. But it, has to, but it has to evoke emotion in you. Just like there's going to be storylines that you care about, 
that I don't give a fuck about. But Janelle, what storyline that you could name that other than like other than the main storyline? What a storyline that was a major WWE. I mean, the second Cody. Uh, major, major storyline. What you else? Said out, you said outside of major or? Yeah, outside of major. That made you care. Well, actually, all the stuff I actually care about is actually on NXT 2.0. So actually, it's probably a bad example. We don't count that. Because Mad storyline. Really I care about them. Yeah. Okay, I that's what I'm what saying. saying. Yeah. But the, is, but the thing, though, is you have people that. If I talk about NXT 2.0, they're gonna be like, I don't fuck with that. But that's what I mean by there's gonna be, it's always gonna be certain things that evoke emotion in people that either they're gonna fuck with it or they're not gonna fuck with it. And and it's the same, and it, that's just across the board in wrestling. Like there, there could be the storyline and Impact, and I'm like, holy shit. But if niggas don't watch Impact, they not gonna care. The the, the right now, the greatest build up to a match is Ric Flair and Andrade versus damn Jeff Jarrett. And fucking Jay Lethal. They've been built. They took two weeks and made it feel like they've been building it for a year. But that's <laughs> but that's outside of WWE though. But no, but that... just, but but it's wrestling and it's and it's still once again you you gotta it, it yes WWE but the thing is though storylines is an issue for everyone. It's not a WWE issue because AEW baby we can go for days. You move the goalposts. I said I'm WWE. Not. But I said WWE. Saying, but what I'm saying is, I'm, I'm. What at the end of the day, is what you gravitate to, and it doesn't matter what promotion does the storyline or whatever the case may be. It, it's gonna be what's gonna be. But but the thing is, I care about the Miz and Logan Paul. Logan Paul. There you go, sir. I care. I care about that. Um, Chama put put up a great promo the other day. Um. Fucking Chopper keep coming out of nowhere, fucking niggas. I'm like, I tune in just to see where he gonna run in on. Is it compelling? It's not. <laughs> I, I, pers- I personally, I personally like it. No, I'm talking about Chopper in that storyline. It's not. It's like he comes around. All right, cool. It's like, all right. I, I'm but then, to make but then you ask him, but then you ask him questions, and and asking questions makes you. It makes the wheels turn, and it makes you actually. That is the point of stuff like that sometimes because then it makes you be like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Like, why is this happening? Why when this Vince happening? was there, ask no questions because literally, after SummerSlam, it would have been dropped. You know that. When Vince was still there. Now, no. Triple H is there, it's going to continue. How many, like, how many, how many, no, 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 no. How many times that a celebrity had a whole match, you build with every, John Morrison, after Bad Bunny, what happened to him? Things kind of limbo for a while. That's what I'm trying to say, though. It's kind of like, I see, okay, I see what you mean. It's still on across the wrestling. That wasn't my issue. My issue is this. Outside of me well, starting WWE. Should, it should be your issue, though. But we're you, not talking about nothing else. We're talking about WWE at this moment. Because I find storylines. You feel me? I find storylines everywhere. You know what? You, you, you feel right. me? Like, for example, at Battle Club, I'm looking forward to my son Kirk coming back with the, with the whole Puerto Rican. I'm looking forward for that storyline. You feel me? I'm looking forward to, you know, um, Jonathan South versus Prolific Part 2. I wonder what Mr. Black's going to do in this match. And, and I wonder why. Oh, wow. We <laughs> just broke him into a whole existence. What's up, Dave? <laughs> 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 but like right. you feel me, Janelle? Like, I agree with you. No, so I agree like, with everywhere. you. I, I understand what yeah, you're yeah. saying. But yeah. I just don't want you... But, I just my thing is everybody's gonna find a storyline when they want to see it, and that's the thing. 
And it doesn't matter if it's WWE. It doesn't matter if it's Impact, MLW, AEW. You're going to find and look for the storyline that interests you. And it could, once again, that's what I said. What interests you may not interest me. And that's the beauty in wrestling. We don't always have to I see what you try to say. the same shit. I'm trying to say, you try to say the bigger picture. I got you. Because the shit you may be excited about, as excited as you are, when you tell me, that may make me tune in. And that's that's the whole point. Is like so, whatever triggers me. It go back to us. Go back to head. us. Yeah. So, but the thing is, my favorite storyline is um Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. Okay. They they fucking they brought that shit up. They've been building it since fucking Seth fucking cashing. How do you do that? Well, but, but the thing is, they still we still have gladiators fighting each other. That, that's the thing. They're big ticket people. And but this is the last time, so soak it in. <laughs> but, it, but it's it's money. It's money, and 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 it's a big deal. It's a it's a big deal. That's well, what right. that's you talk about all right, so we might as well get into oh, what were your thoughts real quick? I, I don't know if y'all have watched the ROH pay-per-view. Oh, I, I sure enough, I sure enough paid $39.99 uh, for that. But really, I just paid I wanted to see Bristol's and um FTR low key. But um <laughs> but first shout out to Willow Nightingale for fucking killing it on their pre-show. So proud of her. And that's that. But um, what were your thoughts on the Jonathan Gresham saga? Joe Kim. That's what I said, Joe Kim. Action first. <laughs> um, man. I... I'll say this. I'll say this. The energy needs to be kept the same across the board. Because when certain women decided they wanted out, people ostracized them. But when fellas do it, especially when they lack pigmentation, doesn't seem to be a problem. Um, I don't know what the specifics are in terms of Gresham's case with Tony Khan. What I do know is he is one of the best technical wrestlers in the world. And he will succeed wherever he goes. He's running his own thing now with Terminus. Um, and there's a door open for him pretty much anywhere he wants to be, especially with Triple H being head of creative. There's, there's probably a spot for him in the E now. So maybe him asking for his release was the best thing for him. Um, I hate that it kind of bastardizes Claudio's ROH championship win. It didn't seem, mm. you know, it didn't seem genuine. It didn't seem genuine. It didn't seem genuine. Like, had he won and then they did a blow-off match and then he asked for his release, I think there would have been more like, oh, let's get it. But with how instantaneous news comes, I can guarantee a lot of those fans are like, oh, that's why Claudio won. And it took away from it. And it's a huge accomplishment. I mean, he cut his teeth in ROH. You know, when you talk about mainstream wrestling, and it should have been a much bigger moment than it was. Maybe not for the fans in attendance, but for people watching at home. So, it it it's a twofold kind of thing. I just I just know like you can't can't scream at somebody for doing the same thing that you applaud somebody else for doing. 
gotta be or, a thing or yeah. you can't or you can't lay in bed with dogs and not think he's not gonna get fleas. What do you mean by that? I say that and so my issue with how it, first of all, I already knew the fuckery was happening because the match went first. <laughs> I already knew something was gonna something was gonna mm-hmm. go back. I knew mm-hmm. from when that Prince Nana kid came up and was like, I bought Tully Blanchard Enterprises. I said, oh, they, they just don't know what the fuck they want to do. Okay, so now I'm tuned in and I spent my money. So, okay, let's enjoy whatever we can. But I said what I said because you can't one minute complain about lack of communication or people not supporting you or, you know, all that when someone else said the same thing and you change your back on them about it. So at the end of the day, am I am, am I happy that Cesaro's not, he's going to be Cesaro forever? Am I, do I feel the way that Cesaro won? No. Do I think it was the right time for them to pull that trigger on the first pay-per-view since being bought? No. I think if you would have really wanted to show and showcase both competitors, Really, the match shouldn't have happened anyway. You could have definitely gave somebody that had an ROH tie and gave the match to Gresham to give him that one W on that new ROH AEW platform. But you didn't do that. You pissed off a little Tank Tank, and now he don't know what the fuck he's going to do. So who the fuck knows what's going to happen? But I will just say, don't, and I will piggyback off of what Joaquin said, keep that same energy because when, Sis said what she said, and everybody doubted and said, "Oh, she just is mad and and this that a third. But what happens in the dark will always come to light. But so what? I, but he didn't say. He said something about what what Swole said. No, not not him per se, but it's all <laughs> in that same category of like we have to support each other. And even if it's right or wrong, we can clear. We can still find ways to support one another in the business and it, and actually how, how it is it actually isn't targeted to her swole so it, it it actually is targeted more for those that um that are unfortunately was not invited back to roh and that's what i mean by if you're going to be the head leader in the locker room you need to you need to be able to support across the board and not only support when it benefits you who are you referring to my good friend. Well, the thing, is, the thing is, he doesn't fuck with our, the, our, some of the ROH people. It's blatantly obvious. And I think people are, are not seeing the writing on the wall. Like, this isn't this isn't about reviving ROH. This is more mm-hmm. about, hey, I'm adding more stock and more um, equity to the AEW brand. Well, yeah, because they fucking listen. You can't one minute when you purchase it be like, I want ROH to be its own entity, its own thing, and then yeah. the whole pay per view, you just cheap plug in AEW shit. Like, I'm just like, can it have its own thing? It's, 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 it's not going thing? to, it's not going to because the thing well, is, well, then don't sell me that pipe dream, just like you try to sell me diversity in your company. Don't do it. But the, but the thing is, it's not, that's not, that's not the whole point of it. And everybody's gonna say that, everybody's gonna say it's a hate and no. And then when it comes to Gresham, I'm, I'm a little torn by it because, bro, you never really support anybody else besides like besides you, like you said. But at the same time, I get Tony Khan. If you come in my office, you curse me out. 
But was the but see, but the thing though is, is the curse out warranted or not? Right. Regardless, regardless, it's business. Nah. But regardless, it's, it's business. But if you don't communicate to me, and then I find out how, when you get that five minute, and then the ref tell you, well, you gotta, you gonna have to take this job. You telling me you're not gonna cut somebody out? No. It's the business. You find out sometimes five minutes before your match, you're gonna lose. But okay, 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 okay. okay. I agree with my brother talking about because you can't control what news you get from people. You can't. You can only control how you react to certain things. And how do you know that if Triple H want to sign up off of that, like, yo, what I'm hearing is something about you, son. You're up the wrong way. You don't know who else is around that also fuck with WWE, impact other people. That put a bad stain on you. bad stain on you. You cursing out people, cursing out owners and all of that. So I see what Janelle means. You stand up for yourself. But I see what my brother means when he's saying that there's ways to get your message across without having to cuss it out nobody. Good point, y'all. You're pissed off about it. Take the L and, and then and then get your and then get your release. But you're making him look look bad. You're making yourself look bad when you can just make only Tony Khan look bad in this situation. Because you're Tony, adding, adding Tony, Tony can make himself look bad without any help for that. Yeah, but the thing about it, no, but no, nobody cares. Nobody cares because all he had to do was take the L, roll the fuck over, go, go out the ring, and then Astro's release and he's gone. But nobody cares, and you want to know why? Because Cesaro won. That that's why no one cares. That's why no one is being like, oh, Gresham. Oh, well, nobody likes Gresham. No, and, everybody and, and, is like, nobody oh, likes Gresham like that. And everybody keeps acting like, let's, let's just be honest with each other. Nobody fucks with Gresham like that. And people keep acting like they love him because he's a technical master. Most people don't even fucking fucking fuck with his matches. That's why. So, Joe Kim, let me ask you a question. You know, you as an owner, right? Have you ever been in a situation as Tony Khan with Gresham? Something similar, this, that, a third. Tell me, not, no names, of course. Tell me. How you react to that? Oh no 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 no! I want to know more. Like, tell me how. Tell me. Tell us, audience, a situation that you handled it bad, a situation where you handled it good. Because I think it's a learning, learning thing for everyone in the situation. Um, there was uh, there was one instance where I was uh, so swamped with setting up for the show that I was unable to communicate with someone that was prominently featured and promoted um and when they got to the venue uh they had pulled me aside so we could have a conversation uh they were hot um words were exchanged but i uh i i the last 10 years i've dealt with conflict resolution as my my primary source of income so I de-escalated as quickly as possible while <clears throat> reminding them that, you know, <clears throat> doesn't need to get disrespectful. Things can be handled. Um, mm. If <clears throat> whether or not the cursing out instance was warranted or not, it all depends. There's circumstances there that none of us know. We don't know if Gresham was promised the world and then before that happened, it was, you know, right. smacked out wow. under him. We don't know if, you know, 
it was agreed okay. upon, and then Gresham had a, uh, to, had decided to change things. You know, like <clears throat> there's so much to unpack there. I I agree with Wilkins, where a lot of people who seem to be screaming on behalf of Gresham probably don't really know like any of his stuff. They're just saying it to say it because they're anti Tony Khan, and that's the wrong approach to have. Because again, you, there, there's things there that we don't know about. There's facts there that none of us are privy that to. True. Um, that is true. But it's 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 really tough because I mean the, the business is dealt with. Oh hey, look at this guy! Hey, it has so many egos. It's 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 really tough to to just manage so many different people on different scales. What I think, what I think needs to happen though is is I would like to see ROH become its own thing, but uh, like you know, jumping off what you guys said, it's clearly become more of a feeder system to AEW, and that's just. That's what everybody complained about when the E bought WCW. Like, they, we wanted to see it be its own thing, and all it ended up being was something to just feed the WWE. So, like, again, you can't have it two ways. You can't hate what the WWE, uh, WWE did with it and then praise what AEW is doing with ROH, which is basically the same thing. It's, it's, it's not doing anything. Um, unless Tony Khan gets a, a, a whole other team to run that. This doesn't work. No, it, it, it actually doesn't work, period. Unless it's its own entity and it doesn't have uh, it doesn't have AEW people getting a title on RH and like, like it needs to be separate. Like separate it, but equal. No, it's it's there's no point. There's no point. There's no point of this of this going on. This is a complete waste of time. When so this is ECW, WWE, ECW all over again, then. Yes, that's what but it see, is. But at least though, at least they didn't tell. At least they didn't give the, you know, we gonna have it make it be its own thing. Like they didn't do that. ECW, yes, they did. RVD wanted and said, now ECW is gonna be on show sci-fi and Tuesday. When Vince fucking bought WCW, that nigga said, I No, I said ECW. I said but ECW. I'm saying, but I'm saying when he bought WCW, he did not say, well, WCW will be back on Monday night at 8 o'clock. Like, no. He, he tried. It, and he said he did. He bought it and he's like, hmm, Nah, he tried. Nah, he did say he that, but he tried. Thing. He just tried. Didn't yeah. Nah, it didn't they, they, I didn't feel like that. They, they, they tried to make it their own thing. They really did, and it didn't work because... You can't have so many cooks in the kitchen. There's way too many cooks in the kitchen when it comes to that. Like you have 20 people trying to run one show when it's it should be separate, and that's the problem. That's the problem with ROH. Like it's the same people running the first yeah. show. Yeah, so, that's one person. Yeah, one person, and that's not how it should be. Hey, all right, we're gonna bring ROH back. Let's hire a team that's gonna run ROH. I'll approve of certain things, but at the same time, it's something new, it's something fresh. And yes, they don't have they don't have their own television rights, whatever, but put it on YouTube then. I'm just glad, listen, I'm just glad, and we'll move on to our Summer Sam Productions and also a special exclusive announcement about Java Slam too. Um, but Real quick, I'm just I'm glad Dalton and the boys won the the, the six man tag. I ain't gonna hold you. Um, I'm glad Joe Samoa Joe won, but that match was weird too, and it went too long. It was just weird. 
I thought I was watching Impact from like 2001. It was really good. Shut up. Um, <laughs> it's the truth. Um, of course, FTR and Briscoes, I think, once again, you know, showed, you know, there's beauty in wrestling and psychology in wrestling. And I think they definitely did that doing the two out of three full. Um, but yeah, if you haven't watched it, um, you can stream it, find a link, whatever, whatever. Um, but all right. Um, Mr. Morales, do you want to make the special announcement? Yes, sure. Um, so at Jobber Slam, we're going to be introducing a new division, uh, cruiserweight division, a nemesis division in association with Danny Nemesis. Uh, Danny was gracious enough to rec you know to um right his wrongs with uh his violation of the fallout shelter and he created this masterpiece Ooh, that is the never. battle club pro battle weight championship for all competitors regardless of gender 200 pounds and under and we're going to crown the first ever battleweight champion at Jobber Slam in the survival of the fittest match. Woo! Nice. All right. So you guys heard it first. Battlefield Pro is going into the cruiserweight division, and we have a new title that once again, as Joe Kim Morales announced, that we will crown a new battleweight champion at Jobber Slam 2. So to the, I feel like millions competitors that'll be in the back. <laughs> I'm dramatic, but Beautiful. good luck. To, it is actually a very nice It is. It is. It is. I'm actually little Joe. Our fantasy league belt should have been like that, but I won't say nothing blue. <laughs> but once again, Jobber Slam 2, August 20th. Make sure tickets are on sale right now. We have right now half of Front Row sold. So Make sure if you want to be the closest to the action, make sure to purchase some tickets as soon as possible. Um, but all right, let's talk about SummerSlam real quick. Okay. Um, Nashville, Tennessee, they've already begun to invade. Those that'll be out there this weekend, be safe, be good. But Nashville is so much fun. So um, so we'll have they announced today that um Matt Riddle is injured and won't be competing at SummerSlam. So Seth Rollins won't be at SummerSlam. I'm just gonna let that be what that's gonna be. Um, but let's talk about the matches. Um, we have for the SmackDown women's title, we got um Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey. And Ronda that was Rousey. another thing. Y'all didn't see the Ronda Rousey thing on TV. For Raw. Yo, there was I heard what whole, happened. it was a whole segment done and I thought it was on TV. But I had to sit through Ronda ass and y'all didn't. I was upset. I said, come on. Ronda's Wait. winning. No. You think Ronda's no? winning? Yeah. Wow. I don't I think don't. so. Uh, the only way Ronda loses is if, if, if it's somebody helps live. But why? Okay, okay. Your opinion. Why do you think Ronda's winning? Because I think <laughs> we all agree when she loses. Ronda Rousey. Well, he's going to be the odd man out on that one. I want yeah. Liv I think Liv retains. I think it's yeah, too soon to take it off of her. And again, I think going forward, we're going to see uh, 
like a revolution of the worker, the person that can hold their own in matches without having to be an outside star. So I, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't see Liv losing the title. We'll I don't either, and I don't want it to happen. Yeah, yeah. With like trips here now. Now, if Vince was here, I go. Yeah, I agree with you, but with trips. Uh-huh. Nah, it's too early. It's it's too early, and like he don't want to like he want to keep a good more like a good a good what I'm looking for um um oh shit what's that word where you keep good good faith with the crowd yeah yeah you want to keep good faith and you don't want to do this so so early yeah so unless Ronda turns heel that's the only way I see her winning like she do some real heel shit. But she can still well, do those shit and lose. That'll be the that'll actually work out better if she lost and turned. So good point. Oh. Okay. Speaking okay. about turning, did y'all not see before we got on here Will Hobbs fuck turn on Ricky Starr? Oh. oh yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why they didn't win the title. That makes sense now. Now it makes sense. Then so you put Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland's third line on them. Yeah, it was a good swerve. But you know what though? It it works better for them because they've been there. Long. It, it works better because then Hook ended up getting the well. Spoiler alert: Hook ended up winning the FTW title, so that was whole that was a whole bit. And then after that, they came back from commercial because it was weird because Ricky was still in the ring and he was cutting the promo talking about it's my time, my time, my time. Triple H voice. And then Will fucking hit him from behind. I said, "Oh, but I'm invested." Um, but back to SummerSlam. Um, so we have that. We have um, Corbin versus Pat McAfee. Battle of the Indiana Colts. I love it. Who's winning? Um, <laughs> um, Pat wins. Um, um, Baron goes off in the, in, in, um, into the sunset to take care of his new kids. New kids. What? You got kids? Yeah, he just had a baby. Oh, dang. All right. Then because because I didn't know that because I thought Corbin's gonna win. That's why. I mean, you can still stand by that, like. That's right. I didn't hear that. Um, I see Corbin winning. Okay, that's a solid pick. I wouldn't be yeah, surprised if McAfee got the win. Hmm. It's gonna be a good match too. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Did he? He what? He didn't win at Mania, did he? I don't remember. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, but he lost to Theory, but lost to McMahon, right? Am yeah. I? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay, so that's why I was last like, match. He won. Yo, I witnessed Vince, Vince and Kenny McMahon's last match, y'all. Special. Uh, what other matches we got going on? Uh, we got for the... Uh, what else was going on? Oh, summer, so I don't remember. Um, the unification, the tag titles. That's what throwing me off. We got Street Profits versus the Usos. Street Profits. Street I, I think Profits. I think I think it's time to go with Street Profits. Uh, yeah. I think the Usos have had their. their it, it's just it's when you have when you have someone when you have a team or a person unified title and there's still two separate titles that just indicates that it's going to be redistributed. Mm-hmm. So I can't see them not. I, I and plus the street profits. It, they need to win. 
They really do. Yeah, they need to be at least one of those two titles. I, I think that they pushed it to the limit for Money in the Bank, and I think that it's time. But I also think I don't know why in my gut I'm like, once they win it, they're gonna either pick which brand they want and then give it back. Like I don't know. It's weird. It's super weird for me. Um, what other matches with the I don't know. Oh, Bianca versus Becky. Bianca, Bianca, Bianca wins. Bianca. Bianca. Yo, I swear yeah. God, if she would lose Hell in her yeah. home state, I would flip. Hell yeah. Becky is full-blown breakdown after. Like, crazy town. Yeah. That would be um, tough if Becky had a full, like, a full breakdown, and she's on NXT, just to, like, re-like, re, re-like, build herself. Let me that would be when fucking Alon- when Medusa popped up on NXT 2.0 last night, I popped. I lost it. Oh my god! Well, why nobody talking about my man Ziggler out here on these streets? Yo, Ziggy. Yo, I was at Raw and I hollered. I was like, Zig, Zig, because I can see. I saw him. He came out on the side we were sitting on, so I saw him walk out, and I was like, Zig. So Ziggler. Oh, Bobby and um Austin Theory. Bobby. I think they, they, they're strapping that rocket to Theory. I think he's going to pull one out. Really? I think he's going to pull it out. So if he does that, then his passion, he's not going to win. I don't think he's cashing in. I don't think he's cashing in. No, whenever he can, like, He doesn't have to cash in Saturday. I think they take it off of him. I, whoa, I, yo, whoa, 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 and I whoa, felt, whoa. yo, so it's why, weird. Why, 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 why? Because I felt the same way because on Raw, um, Drew McIntyre and them had came out. I was like, something is I, I felt that energy. Like they were, they're going to figure out a way to take the money to bring briefcase off of him. But I felt that too. But I don't know why. Like, but they're setting, they're going to set him. He's the future of the business though. Yeah. I don't care how much people hate him. He's the future. Really, what should have happened is, to be fair, he shouldn't probably won money to make. He probably should have won the Rumble coming up this year. That, I think, would have hit differently than money. Nah, because the Rumble, I don't think he, I personally don't think he needs another year on the main roster for me. Okay. Okay. And then win the Rumble. But I'd rather okay. have him babyface and win the Rumble. Okay, um, like... Am I missing another? But I don't think he'll ever be a babyface because the streets don't like him for some nah, reason. Nah, he... Like, he'll... I love him. Face, it, I love him. But I've had a love for okay. him when he was even on the indies. So that's a little yeah, bit. yeah, me too. Um, I agree with you. Like, I can see him losing it because he has so much enemies. And the way he has enemies is, like, it's so natural, like... I feel like it like um, it reminds me of WWE, I'm like the attitude era where when one one person had multiple bad guys at once where at any moment it could go any different way with storylines. So yeah, I don't think theory holds that money in bank for long. Not be like not because of like, you know, he does something bad. I just feel like it will really give him a chip on his shoulder to win the rumble. There you go. Um, no, somebody so- said, nah, Theory's definitely cashing in one day and winning and winning. Hunter ha- Hunter is a huge fan of him from Evolve days. Theory versus okay. Carmelo in the next three years. No, next five years. Theory and Carmelo are definitely the future of the company. Yeah. Because they have Carmelo? 
Carmelo Hayes. Because they're the oh, most, okay. like, those two have the have the complete package. Yeah. Like it's crazy because when I remember I remember when Carmelo was at Battle Club, actually they've done a battle club show. I was like, this motherfucker's out of here. You 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 know the day that they announced he got signed, I penciled him in to be the franchise champion. Oh, damn. God damn it, the E. Well, the thing is, he, he is legit the complete package, and he's not, that's not 6'3". Six, six, yeah. He's better than, personally for me, I think he's better than, um, 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 like, okay, they both good, but Carmelo Hayes just speaks more better and more natural on the mic. Because yeah, and they just and they let him say what he wants to say. Yeah. yeah, but I think I generally think like my if I were to pick five people that would be the future of the E. It would be men wise. It would be Theory, Carmelo, Damian Priest. Um. What's that do with the British accent? With the, with the, with the, that's on. Um, Which one? There's a lot of them. That's on NXT 2.0. There's a wow. lot of them. The one that wears the glasses. He came. He, he fought AJ Styles. Oh, um. Oh fuck! What's his name? He's annoying, but I, I know who you're talking about. Him. 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 And who else would it be? And I, and I know a lot of people don't like him. I think Dominic is 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 is, is that guy. I'm surprised you didn't go with Montez Ford because I think in under five years he'll be a single superstar. He's already, he's already. On that no, but I think he'll be a single superstar. I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that too. But I just feel like this, the newer people, because you know he's been with the, the, the company for such a long oh, time. Oh, okay, okay. Also, okay. we're more of a newer type of thing. But mm, like, okay. yeah, those are like the face of the company, future, future wise, like. He, he priest is on another level right now. Yo, yeah, they low key been planting them seeds for him, like, and it shows every time he's on TV. Like it's it's weird. And Omos is about to get a, a great Kali run one day. In his, <laughs> in his Yo, career. Omos. Yo, my man is going to be to the top. Okay. He, he, you you can't teach height, so. Fucking whatever, <laughs> man. What if they brought him back? How would that be? <clears throat> baby chest, baby chest. I'll be excited. Not baby chest. I ain't talking about, about that one. No, oh, I'm talking about Greg Khalid. I'm talking about. Izzo. Oh, I'm thinking about Big Cats, aka Baby Chest. No. <laughs> no. Oh, I'm excited. Um, oh. Yeah, I know you was excited. Um, I guess I can't think of any other matches besides Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. Brock, um, Roman. I go Brock. I I don't know, man. They've done so much, and it was so one sided for a while, and now it's been so one sided the other way. One, you know, like. What about Logan Paul and The Miz? We're never going to talk about that. <laughs> the Miz. Oh, because probably, I the think Miz. Logan Paul will probably win. Logan Paul had just signed a contract with WWE. That's pretty cool. Two years. It's a two-year contract, yeah. Two years. That's pretty yeah. badass, bro. Yeah, like, that's pretty bro. badass. 
Oh, anybody that's I guess they're gonna be in Nashville, they're actually doing tryouts. Um, WWE's doing for tryouts. independent wrestlers, yeah. For for all, so they 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 opened it up. This trial is for like everybody. So if you're in that really? area, that's the weekend? yeah, yeah, that's dope. Well, it's, it's it's they're still trying to make sure they they have a farming system going, man. Like, and a couple of people, independent people, got got um picked up for the the last trial that they did like one not, not that many and that has, has a great college program too yeah yeah um paul Heyman, triple h and biggie are the judges mm-hmm. yeah because biggie had posted about it um wow so you say you say roman i say brock i gotta say though like i I'll do whatever the opposite of Yardley is. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you put to be honest? Yo, I, if it was Vince, I would probably would have said Roman. No, no, go with your gut. What does your gut say? Does your gut not speak to you? What's going on here? I think. I think that the bloodline goes down that night. Everyone loses their title. I think it's time. Everyone loses their title. That's why I said Brock. Yeah, I think that today's the night to lose their title. Or because I'm not gonna hold you, I I would rather Brock's like demolish Drew McIntyre and fucking you. How would how would you feel if we had some shenanigans like Theory cashes in at the Rumble? Or theory cashes in after the rumble, Roman wins it, you know, and then like Roman ends up just jumping theory the same night. He's like, I'm gonna use my title shot right now. <laughs> Forget WrestleMania. <laughs> like they do this whole roundabout thing to put it back on Roman. I could see Brock going up. I could. I don't know why. I could see him going up. Yeah. Because then well, like I said, they don't need a title to do Roman versus Rock. They don't. They don't. They don't. They don't. They don't. They don't. So that's why, and, and even more of a reason why I think the title's going to come off of him, because then now if the title's off him, then they can really focus on building that for WrestleMania. Yeah. Would you guys Would you guys buy a Ciampa or Gargano or Balor versus Brock WrestleMania match? No. Maybe Champa. Champa's the only one. Maybe Champa. Yeah. Because yeah. Finn already did it and failed, so I don't think I want to. Yeah, but I'm 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 trying to think with Triple H as head of creative. I can see the David versus Goliath, Worker versus Monster match. Oh, if he does that, then yeah, it's gonna be yeah. Gargano. Still, uh, nah, I'm good. But yeah, I'm I'm good on that. Yeah. I love Gargano though. He does. I, I don't. I love Gargano. <laughs> but it but is what it is. if the storyline plays out, they sell me the fucking match. Listen, I'm sold on this Ric Flair last match. I kid y'all not. I'm I sold too. Sold. I'm sold too. I will be purchasing. But do that you really be believe it's the last one? Because the last one was the last one until it wasn't the last one. So here's where the fuckery happens. I was like, he already had his retirement match. Yeah, from WWE. Oh, okay. And then when he went to Impact right after that, he was still wrestling. So did he really retire? No. This he retired from live. WWE. 
He will literally <laughs> die in that ring. Like he, he retired from WWE. <laughs> but actually, outside of even the Ric Flair match, that card is low key stacked. Like they got oh, it's very Tatu versus Josh Alexander. Um, they got um Killer Cross versus um Davy Boy's boy. Um, they got oh, we see that, yeah. like Triple A. They got a few people from AAA doing a, a doing a match. Um, mm-hmm. I think Penta is on it or some shit. Yeah, um, it's a triple threat he's in. Yeah, so the card itself is pretty dope. So that, I, I'm excited that. and I'm kind of mad that I can't go. But um, but then they also have the roast of Ric Flair on Friday night. So I think I'm about that too because that's funny as hell. And Wait they really should have did they should have did the roast when he when he got into the Hall of Fame to be honest. But uh, Vince yeah, wasn't true. having it. Right. But um, other than that, any last words before we do depart from each other? Uh, we'll be at Legends Saturday, Saturday, Saturday night. Um, but for Legends, if you're in the Tri-State area, there are a few shows going on. Shout out to Anthony Cole and BCW doing their five-year yes. anniversary show out in Jersey. Um, I believe Bell is at three. Um, yes, so Bell's at right three, before, yeah. It's right before SummerSlam. Um, also, too, HOG's having their student showcase. Um, I believe tickets are like $20, so you can go support the the kids at HOG. Um, what other – something else is running this weekend. I can't remember. But, um, the 19th Black Girl Magic. But other than that, August 19th. Black Excellence Weekend is happening, y'all. August 19th and 20th. So 19th, we have Black Girl Magic. Shout outs to Taylor and everybody that has helped, as well as Joaquin, has helped her put on Black Girl Magic mm-hmm. 2, uh, mm-hmm. where the main event will be um, Karen Bam Bam versus Trisha Dora. So we're really excited about that. Um, and then the next day, we will be back. Brooklyn, New York, Java Slam 2, main event, Swole versus Mia. Um... We got Prolific versus Java Tier South round two. I don't know how much. If you only knew the shenanigans that I, that Marcus Marquis had this morning, and I had to pump his little brakes. <laughs> okay, but the boys on both sides are really excited to really show everybody who who represents Java Tier podcast the best. Um, I love it. Fuck Prolific, so, by the way really aggressive uh, but once again as we get closer more matches will be announced so make sure to tune in if you are once again tickets are on sale now so make sure to support um thank you to thank you, my Joe. partner in on my on my ownership cap joaquin morales thank you so much for joining <laughs> us on this late night edition of the java tips podcast so yes guys we will not be recording tomorrow so do not nope. look for us but look for us um next week we'll be back regular time regular place not in my house yeah um but as always i'm gonna make sure i hear with sorry about and mr black hashtag black excellence we are out peace yeah i got to go to later y'all i got